0: During an otherwise normal worship service near Washington, D.C., I received a text message I couldn't ignore. A rebel militia was wreaking havoc in the Democratic Republic of Congo, one of the world's most Christian countries, yet also one of its poorest and most violent, especially for women and children. My wife, Belinda, was receiving similar messages on Facebook. Gunshots and mortar fire threatened the lives of people we loved. I sat down to exchange a flurry of texts. Belinda sat down to cry. She was thinking about our friends in Congo. Only a few months before, Belinda knelt with Esperance, a victim of sexual violence on the dusty concrete floor of a rural church, where they laughed and cried. "'You remind me I am still human,' Esperance said." When you and I hear stories about violence, war, stolen girls, boy soldiers, or hungry children, we feel helpless, exasperated, sometimes even physically ill. When we learn about senseless poverty, mind-boggling violence, or preventable disease, we feel overwhelmed. We pray. Sometimes we give. But we struggle to do more. Why? Because we cannot change the world or so we think. A handful of years ago, a friend from Indiana, Joe Johns, began to ask hard questions about conflict, faith, and peace in Congo. He and a Congolese pastor named Marcel began to help people see how local militias were turning neighbors against one another. Tensions between churches, they realized, mirrored tensions between tribes. So Marcel convened a group of fellow pastors to help them see where they were wrong. Some shed tears as they forgave one another. Others knelt and prayed together, all committed to developing a better future, making peace a priority, and promising to mobilize their communities to help people become peacemakers. And mobilize they did. Meanwhile, back home, Joe inspired his church to take on the impossible. Saving Congo. His friends began to recruit their friends to help. Others gathered resources. Hundreds ran in their local half-marathon to raise awareness. One group even rode bicycles across the country in a race to end Congo's suffering. Across the country, Micah Bournes, rapper-poet and Joe's friend, began to speak out on how tungsten, tin, and tantalum, all components in our cell phones and other electronics, Help fuel the war in Congo, exploiting tribes and perpetuating violence against women. A few people from Bend, Oregon also took the risk to talk about Congo, the impossible situation no one wanted to tackle, but they did anyway. A group of women from across the United States heard their appeal and traveled to Congo to meet those most affected by the conflict. Belinda joined their cause. They met ten women, including Esperance. All ten had been victims of violence and had overcome incredible odds to start businesses, provide for their children, and even forgive their perpetrators. They asked Belinda and others to tell their stories so the world would know about the vilest scramble...